I am Dr. Kelly Kessler, and I am the host of the podcast, Rewiring Health. This podcast is devoted to giving you expert information around nervous system regulation, subconscious mind reprogramming, and a variety of health topics so that you can optimize your life. Stop feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, in pain, and start living your life where you can remain successful without compromising your health. So you wake up, your phone is right on the table next to you, and it feels almost like a magnet. You grab the phone, and before you know it, you subconsciously open every app, scroll through social media, you're on your email, you're looking at the news headlines, and you're feeling stressed. And this is how you start your day. I can't tell you how many times I did this, and it did not serve me. It set me up to be in a whirlwind of negativity, and I was just starting my day. And that's why I created the Morning Guide for Perfectionists. So if you struggle with negativity throughout the day, and it's even worse in the morning because you don't have a routine, this will help you tremendously. It's literally everything that I implement that has helped me start my day with the right intentions and put myself into a place of inner harmony. So grab in the link below and enjoy. I don't know about you, but there was a long stretch of time in my life that sleep just was not happening for me. And if you've ever experienced lack of sleep or just difficulty falling asleep or just disturbances at night, you know how awful that can be. It can feel like such a vicious cycle. And I remember a time in my life when this was happening for me and I would literally just go to bed. Well, first of all, I would fall asleep on the couch, which is not good because I was so exhausted because I wasn't sleeping at night. And then I would get to bed and just lay in bed. And literally my mind would just be going on everything that I didn't want to think about at that time of night, at, the, at that time of day. And it would just be so frustrating. And I, it would literally be like an hour or two before I could actually fall asleep. And then for some reason, I would wake up at like 4 a.m. for no reason. And then just, again, sit there and think about everything that I had to worry about. And then maybe I would fall back asleep for a half hour. And then I had to start my day and do it all over again. And when you need to be productive, when you have to show up for people, when you have things in your life that require your attention and need you to be on your A game, when you go through a vicious cycle like this over and over and over again, and you never truly feel rested or rejuvenated, it can really wreak havoc on so many aspects of your life. And I remember just feeling at that time, like, I had no patience for anything. And like cognitively, I knew I was being impatient, but there was just something that in me that I just, I didn't have patience for things that I normally would have. And so I would get really like shameful on myself. Like I know I should be patient, but I feel like I can't even control myself to be patient. And then it would just be this perfect storm of just contributing to the aggravation of not sleeping, not to mention there were so many things that I'm like, I should have done that. Like I would be forgetting little things. I couldn't think clearly. Like my mind was just not in a place where I felt like I was on my game or where I wanted to be or needed to be to fully function. So we know sleep It's no mystery that sleep is absolutely important and crucial 
for well-being and for being productive and successful. But what happens when you can't sleep? It, it can feel like things are very much out of your control. And so for me at that time, and I recognized things that I was doing that I could have changed. And that's why I want to share with that with you today, that there are small things that we can do that make all the difference. And so for me at that time, my routine was I would be I wake up in the morning and like, I would just go on my phone. It was literally right next to me on my bedstand. I pop on my phone, literally just scroll through different things. I would get news apps that would be telling me what's going on. I would read the certain articles and that's how I started my day on a screen. And then the morning time was short. I had a lot to do. So I get dressed, get ready, go to work, drive to work for an hour and then work, come home. And then there were things I needed to do in the evening. And then my decompression time would be like TV right before bed. And this was my routine. And I didn't realize until I started learning about the science behind our brains and, and everything that contributes to our sleep, how bad that routine was. And so that's why I want to share with you that if you are someone who is struggling with sleep, if this resonates with you, if you feel like you can relate to all the things that I was going through where you couldn't fall asleep, your mind was going a million miles an hour, and then you would have sleep disturbances at night, this is going to be so important for you to make this small change. And it is just a small change. And it has literally made such a big difference in my life. And it may seem so simple, but it really does actually work. And I'm going to tell you the science behind it. And so why I want to share the science before I actually get to it is that it's so important for our brains to understand that there's a reason and there's a meaning behind things. When I was working as a physical therapist, I would never just arbitrarily give somebody an exercise unless they knew exactly why they were doing it. And I found that people will buy in and do more things when they understand it. And so I find it absolutely crucial that you, if you're listening to this, understand why you are implementing certain things in your life and that there really is a strong basis behind it. And it's not just some arbitrary thing that somebody told you to do, and then you just did it. That will not stick. It only sticks when there's meaning behind what you do. So the small daily thing that makes all the difference is getting early morning sunlight. So it's that morning sunlight where the, the sun is just starting to crest. It's that yellowish color. That is the ideal time for sunlight. And if you can get that in, it will make all the difference in your nightly routine. So the reason behind this is that we have cells in our eyes that respond to that sunlight in the morning. So it's not enough for us just to look out the window and say, oh, the sun is shining because it's not a cognitive thing. We could tell our brains that the sun is shining, but it's not enough. It's actually a subconscious part in our eyes that allows us to process that there is sun and that is time for waking period. So when we have the sun come into our eyes at that time, it activates these cells within our eyes. And now it starts this time clock. So when we have these cells activated in our eyes, we get an increase in cortisol. So you may be thinking, well, I don't want an increase in cortisol. Everybody talks about how bad that is and for belly fat and you see all the commercials, but I'm going to kibosh that, that myth. Cortisol is actually very good for you in the right periods of time and the right doses. It's only when we have this extended period of cortisol where it's chronic that it becomes an issue with all the inflammatory response. But cortisol in the morning is actually 
tremendously beneficial for focus and activation, cueing your body and your brains to get ready for the day so that it can really focus and be alert for what it needs to do. So when you get that early morning sunlight, the sun comes into your eyes, activates the cells, you get an increase in cortisol, and now you start to be have this awakening period where you can start to be focused and alert throughout the day. What it also does is that, again, it sets this time clock of about 16 hours. So we get an increase in cortisol early in that time clock and gradually cortisol wanes. But at the end of that 16 hour period and time clock that's been activated, we get an increase in melatonin. So melatonin is that hormone that helps you and our neurotransmitter that helps you get to sleep. It helps you calm your system down so that you can actually get to sleep. So that's why it's so important that we get that early morning sunlight because it starts that time clock and it lasts for about 16 hours. So by the time you're ready to go to sleep, cortisol has decreased and now we get an increase in melatonin that is going to allow you to actually get to sleep. So this is huge, not to mention that early morning sunlight has actually been shown to increase immunity. So if you're someone who tends to get sick, especially maybe in the winter time where you're not getting as much sunlight, start incorporating some more sunlight in that early time so that your immunity can also be up. So you're not feeling sick, you're not getting sick. So these are the big things that that, that early morning sunlight will provide to you in your life. So just as important as early morning sunlight is, it's also important that you don't have too much light in your life later in the day. So between the hours of 11 p.m. and 4, you want to decrease light as much as possible. So it's been shown that if we have light like a blue screen, which is from like a phone or TV between the hours of 11 and 4, or even if we have a lot of lighting on in our house, it's actually decreases dopamine production. So dopamine production is really important for improved mood, for improved motivation, learning and memory. So when we have light in our eyes between the hours of 11 and 4, 11 p.m. and 4 a.m., dopamine production actually decreases, which can cause lower mood, difficulty in learning, difficulty in memory, brain fog, and just difficulty processing information the next day. So if you are in a cycle where you're experiencing some of these things, decreased sleep, or maybe your mood is off, or you can't think straight, just the light that you're allowing into your system at different hours of the day will make tremendous benefit in your life. So just to recap what I shared with you today, big thing, it's simple. Get some early morning sunlight in your life for at least two minutes. Stand outside. Of course, you never want to directly look at light because, again, that can damage the retina. But allow sunlight to come into your eyes in the early morning for at least two minutes. If it's a cloudy day, you still get that activation. You may just have to stand out there a little bit longer. Another thing to do is just go outside. So you're going to get far more light going outside than if you are looking through the window. So actually getting outside, stepping outside for a moment, viewing the sun indirectly is going to be the best thing to activate this system and start setting your circadian rhythm in a healthier way. Again, at night, decrease the amount of light that is coming into your eyes, especially between the hours of 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. So that is absolutely crucial so that you keep that circadian rhythm going, and you also allow for optimal dopamine production so that you can be productive and successful the next day. 
So if you found benefit in this, and I hope you did, and I hope you start implementing this simple little thing that you can add into your life, I guarantee it will make such a tremendous difference in your life. Please share this with a friend who's also maybe struggling with sleep or maybe just struggling with feeling rested and rejuvenated. And thank you again for joining me today on this podcast. And if you enjoy this podcast and you want more like this, please subscribe to the channel. Thank you for spending your precious time to listen to this episode of Rewiring Health. My mission is to inspire hope and healing through science-backed practices. If you found value in this, please share with three people and leave a review. By doing so, this message can be spread to those who need to hear it most. Also, to get updates on the most recent episodes, please subscribe to the channel. Thank you so much for being part of this community, and I am forever grateful for you.